Hi, I'm Matthew Kind. Every Monday, look for a fresh new episode where I'll take you behind the scenes and interview the insiders that are shaping the rapidly evolving cannabis industry. Learn more at cannainsider.com. That's C-A-N-N-A insider.com. Now here's your program. The cannabis testing market is seeing some major growth opportunities as demand for testing services continues to outstrip supply. Here to tell us more is Yvette Pagano of Gentech Scientific, a supplier of quality refurbished laboratory equipment for the cannabis industry. Yvette, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure to have you on, and I'm really looking forward to hearing about all the cool work you're doing at Gentech. So first of all, Yvette, can you give us a sense of geography? Where are you joining us from today? Um, Yes, I'm um, calling from Western New York State. And Gen- so I'm at work. Uh, Gentech Scientific is located in Arcade, New York. So that's about 40 miles south of Buffalo. And it's a rural community. Okay, great. Awesome. And what is Gentech on a high level? Can you give us kind of like a snapshot overview of the company? Uh, yes. So uh, Gentech Scientific buys, sells, and services analytical lab equipment. So we are industry agnostic and also brand agnostic. So we buy um, equipment on the market, refurbish it, and we sell it to labs and research facilities so they can um, conduct their research and perform testing on everything, including cannabis. Okay, awesome. And so Yvette, before we jump into the nitty gritty with Gentech, I really want to get a sense of your background, because I know you are relatively new to the space. I know we've talked previously, and I know you've been a longtime consumer, and you've uh, you've enjoyed cannabis for many years now, but you really only got into the space professionally a couple of years ago. So can you share a little bit about your background and what you were doing before Gentech? Yes. So uh, my previous life, I uh, was a CEO president of a precision machine shop. So I worked in manufacturing, so that's milling, turning, and metal stamping. So it uh, was a you know global company, so I definitely understood how to make money in a commoditized uh, market, and um, it was a family business, and uh, record sales, record profits, things were going well on that end, but family businesses can be difficult, and um, so I felt like I took it sort of as far as I could. And I got a great offer to sell my shares, and I did. So I, I left that industry, and um, I don't know if you call it a midlife crisis, but I'm like, what am I, what am I going to do here? You know, I knew I, I knew I did well enough on the sale that I didn't have to get a job, you know, instantly, but not good enough that I could just sort of retire. So I really did a lot of, you know, self exploration and corporate coach and find your why and. Um, in the end, for me, I am I am very passionate about cannabis. Um, I care deeply about about the industry and, and social justice and um, advocacy and normalization, and it's just always um, been a part of my life. And when I started, you know, at Car Engineering, my previous company, in two thousand six, like I didn't even know you could work in cannabis. Like, and then all of a sudden, I had this sort of clean slate. And um, so I, I made a determination that somehow, some way, I was going to become a part of this industry and be on the right side of history and, and get in the game. 
So um, I, I uh, joined up with some um, guys in Toronto, um, Merchant Bank, and did some consulting and space. And that's really how I started meeting people and attending conferences and being part of different groups and, um, you know, COVID and all that. And, and so, you know, eventually I, I found my way to Gentech. But I have been, um, an, you know, an accredited investor and, and doing those kind of moves for the past several years. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I feel like there's no better segue than, uh, than that to, to jump into Gentech because I feel like you've only really gotten into this space as a company a few years ago. So how long have you been serving cannabis and what percentage of your customer base is in cannabis? So Gentech has been around for 25 years. Um, and so they have been serving a variety of industries um, since they started. So our biggest percentage um, as an aggregate is academia. So selling to universities and research centers around the world. Um, the, the previous owner, he sold to private equity about a year ago. So Gentech is now a Lakelet Capital um, portfolio company. Uh, but the previous owner, he's, he's a smart guy. Um, and he saw it pretty early. So right around 2014, um, he said, this is going to be big. And so he was pretty proactive in, you know, he sponsored normal. He started going to some trade shows and, and, um, you know, positioning himself as, as an industry leader and making Gentech an industry leader. So I give him, um, a lot of credit for, for having that foresight, but, I mean, what, the core thing for Gentech is we're testing. We're testing and research. So um, you have to test your cannabis. You, you have to. Um, and so you need instruments that can, can to perform the test to your cannabis. Um, there's six major tests, you know, that an accredited lab needs to do. And so Gentech sells the analytical lab equipment that allows you to conduct these tests. So just like you're building a house, you need a hammer, um, you know, you're, you're building a testing lab, you need an HPLC machine, and that's, that's what Gentech um, does. So just, just sort of like a used car dealer. So we find the equipment on the open market. Um, we're, like, so we're brand agnostic. Agilent is a really popular brand in cannabis testing. So we sell quite a bit of Agilent, Cyax, Waters, Thermo, Fisher. So we get it from brokers. We get it from labs that are closing, trade-ins. Uh, we buy internationally. So we pick up this equipment and um, then we refurbish it. And then we offer it um, to any industry um, but particularly these cannabis startup labs are, are really hot for the product because they've got these unmet needs um, in the marketplace. And, and we're the tools to do the job. We're, we're the machines to run the tests is basically what we have. That's great. So who in, in the cannabis space, you said it's mostly labs, but do you also, are many of your clients also growers, dispensaries, manufacturers who makes up your cannabis client base? Yeah, the cannabis clientele. So a lot of it is, is research, you know, so academia, so Colorado State Pueblo, like they're a pretty big client and they've got a, a, a pretty active cannabis research, you know, within their um, facilities. So that is a big uh, person, people who will take it. Um, but it's, it's these accredited third-party labs 
who are really verifying, you know, that your cannabis is, is good for sale. And, and then your big manufacturer. So a dispensary or retailer, like they don't really have a use for testing equipment. Like by the time the products to them, it's tested, it's packaged, you know, it's ready for sale. So the, the other businesses on the supply chain will use our equipment. So extraction's really big. So you, you're doing extraction, you're making, you know, oils and stuff for your vape pens. Well, in order to do that, you use solvent. So um, one of the tasks is to uh, prove that your, your, your distillate or your oil is solvent free. And so send that to an accredited third party lab and they would use one of our instruments and they would determine that. And mass spec is really the, the preferred instrument for that. So if you're a big extractor and you want to know before you send all this distillate to an accredited third-party lab, if it's truly solventless, you may also buy a mass spec and you may run your test in-house and say, okay, this is solventless. Now let's go send it to the accredited third-party lab for that you know, seal of approval. Um, if you're uh, growing you would want um, some of our equipment because you have to be able to test for mold and for pesticide. So again, you're going to be sending this out to an accredited third-party lab, but you yourself might want to get a heads up and be able to run these tests in-house. If you're um, on the food and beverage side and uh, you're, you're making a, a brownie, and you're curious how potent it is, you know, is this got 30% THC or how, how strong is my brownie? You would want to use HPLC machine and that's the preferred way to test for potency. And so again, you might want to do that in house when you're in your R&D phase, you keep trying different brownies and, and getting the potency. And then when it's all said and done, you would send, you know, that brownie out to an accredited third-party lab and they would verify or they would also, you know, confirm. So di different people on the supply chain are using it to kind of check and double check and do research. But in the end, um, if you want to, you know, sell cannabis legally, it's got to be tested and it's got to be tested by an accredited third-party lab. Absolutely. Okay. Very, very interesting. And so where do you usually source this equipment? Because it's not, this equipment isn't just specific to the cannabis industry and, and what we use it for. This is equipment that is used across various industries. And we're in yeah. cannabis, we're now starting to adopt a lot of those practices from other industries. So, so that's a good question. I mean, so where we get the equipment is, is pretty much on the open market globally. So anybody listening right now, if you have a lab that is clothing or you have equipment that's obsolete or you brought the, bought the wrong equipment and you're looking to get out of it, you want to sell it, um, Gentech would love to make you an offer on it. So, so please contact us. Uh, there's also, like I said, there's brokers. So there's people that literally, you know, that's what they do. So we work with certain brokers. We're very um, close with the university community. So a lot of times when universities are selling or they're looking to um, upgrade or change around their lab, they'll come to us. We get a lot of trade-ins um, because we've been around for so long. You know, eventually somebody will need something new. Sometimes people buy stuff for an experiment and like, like we just bought something back from Cornell University and they... Uh, 
they went like a different direction. They lost their funding for that specific thing. It was in food science. So they just didn't need the machine anymore. There's nothing wrong with it. They just literally weren't using it. So we bought it back. So those kind of things will happen. Um, technologies change and, and certain things like that. So you know, like I said, kind of like a used car dealer. Like you just kind of get them, get them wherever we can get them. And, and based on our, on our reputation and our ability to buy. Okay. Very interesting. So that's something I was, I was curious about because the, the supply and demand gap right now for cannabis testing is still insanely wide. And I feel like, you know, part of that is just particularly with laboratories, it's really expensive to start a lab. So there right now we're seeing so much demand for these testing services, but there aren't a lot of facilities available right now. And I think that's partly to do just with how expensive it is to, to start those. So can you tell us a little bit about the ROI Gentech offers laboratories and maybe tell us a little bit about the saving opportunities. So, you know, instead of buying new, how how can these laboratories really benefit from going through Gentech and getting their equipment through Gentech? So I think that's the reason why we do so well with universities, um, because they truly, truly understand the value of refurbished. So refurbished is just like a fancy word for for used. And so our equipment here at Gentech is certified refurbished. So we guarantee that the equipment will perform at the OEM original equipment manufacturer standard. So if you, if you relate it to a car, if you, you say, Hey, you know, this, this car, when it was new from the factory, could go zero to 60 in you know, five seconds, then Gentech will certify that, you know, our, our used 2017 Agilent can go to, you know, zero to 60 in five seconds for that kind of an analogy, be able to perform um, the same, same tasks um, and, and, and get the same, you know, scientific result. But, but just like a used car, I mean, these machines, um, they, they, they lose their value when they go from, from brand new to used. And so if you wanted to do, we're, we're basically 70% off, 70% off retail is a good way to think about it. So if you want to be a full-scale accredited cannabis testing lab in U.S., you need to be able to do six major tests. You know, it's, it's heavy metals, it's, it's terpenes, it's um, potency, um, pesticides, mold. And if you want, went to Agilent, which is one of the most prestigious brands, and you bought all this equipment to do all these tests brand new, it would be $1.2 million. And it'd be great stuff. Um, but if you went to Gentech and you went with Agilent, but instead of a 2021 brand new, you're going with a 2017 or even a 2010 uh, piece of equipment, you're for a complete cannabis testing lab all in, I mean, definitely under 400,000. So we're going anywhere between 200,000 and 400,000, depending on, again, exactly what kind of tests they want to do. Uh, where they're located, et cetera. But um, it's a tremendous savings. So you can either do, you know, double or triple your throughput. If you were going to buy new, all of a sudden you can buy three machines and get, you know, that many more tests done. Um, or you can just get in at a lower price point and um, be able to start, you know, monetizing your investment quicker uh, because you paid less for your cap CapEx, your capital expenditure. Wow. God, talk about it. That's a steal, man. That's insane. 
Listen, I always say the biggest the biggest problem with Gen Tech is not that people know about Gen Tech. I mean, I believe that with my whole heart. I'm oh like, as gosh. soon as the cannabis industry knows what we have and what the price is and what the equipment is capable of doing, it's 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 really hard to resist. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. So I mean, I can only imagine as as you said, as more people hear about Gentech and and uh, the you guys get the name out there, you're gonna start seeing some major um, just I feel like an influx of customers. How are you preparing for that demand? Do you do you think you'll ever run into any issues with your supply chain, or do you think you'll be able to to really meet the demand there? I mean, I, that that would be my best problem ever. Is that um, <laughs> you know we can't we can't get enough used equipment fast enough you know to turn around and resell it. So, um, again, you know, there's certain, certain pieces of equipment that are particularly hot, you know, certain brands and, um, so certain things, you know, turn, turn faster than others. But, um, right now we are, we are able to keep up with the demand and I'd say, you know, 25% of our clients are, are cannabis focused. Like I said, we've got, you know, our, our food and beverage, our ag, big pharma, oil and gas. So. We have all these other industries that are also contributing um, to our equipment. They're they're selling, you know, an HPLC machine. You know, they they mm-hmm. were testing for pesticides. Maybe they're testing for fruit or you know, um, whatever. Anything you can test anything for pesticides. So the the method for for testing, you know, agricultural products for pesticide that's been around for a really long time. So now you're just taking the same idea. Um, same machine, but you're just testing now pesticides in cannabis. So, I mean that that makes total sense. I, it's just it's amazing just the the savings that you guys are offering. I mean, you know, I've wanted to ask you how you think uh, it's best for a lab to go about budgeting if they if they're trying to get off the ground and and uh, they're trying to prioritize which pieces of equipment they want to outfit their lab with first. Now, listen, we want business really, really bad. We want you to buy equipment like crazy. I'm telling you the number one thing you should prioritize is getting yourself a good lab technician or a good chemist or both. So that's what you need to think about if you're setting up a lab. So if it was super, super easy, everybody would do it. <laughs> and we have seen labs fail. And it's not because they didn't buy elite equipment from Gentech. It was because they didn't know what they were doing. So my background in manufacturing, I know how difficult it would be to set up an ISO you know, compliant manufacturing shop floor because I've, I've done that. I've lived that. So there, there are strict regulations and again, just like my background in in machining, you know, if you buy the the best horizontal, you know, mill seven axis, you know, this amazing mill, it's not going to produce these great parts. You've got to have a skilled guy who can come in and program the thing and read the prints. And, and so it's the same thing, whether you get refurbished equipment or brand new equipment, like if you don't have chemists, and intelligent, quality people who, who know how to run the equipment and they understand um, chemistry and, and, and electronics, you're, you're not going to be successful. 
So that's like my first piece of advice <laughs> is if you're if you're green, no pun intended, um, make sure you get with a partner um, who has set up labs and who understands um, you know what what you need to do. So uh, for an accredited lab, there, there's six major tests you know you need to be able to perform. Um, most people seem to start with potency. So it seems like the, the kind of intro one is being able to test for potency. So that's an HPLC machine. Um, but again, depending on, on what you're curious about or what you're trying to do would sort of lead you to which equipment you would um, purchase in what order. Okay, gotcha. So first step, if, if anyone out there listening is, uh, is thinking about going this route, like you said, Yvette, first step is to get a technician, someone who knows what they're doing. If, uh, if our listeners don't have a background in that, I, I can see where that would be a problem. That yes, said, yes. you at uh, Gentech, you guys do offer training and education, don't you? Can you tell us a little bit about uh, those resources that you have there? Yes. So we do, we do offer training and education. And it's really, um, so we we'll, we'll install the machine. So I mean, you have to, you have to pay, pay for an install, but so if you purchase a machine from us, um, in the U S or Canada and you want it installed, then we refurbish the machine, we ship the machine out to your facility. And then one of our technicians comes to your facility and, and hooks up the machine. And so during that time, um, they provide uh, training and familiarization and they'll help you, you know, get one of your samples through and, make sure the machine's uh, working. But again, um, sadly, we don't offer like, I've never used an HPLC machine before, like 101 training. So we, we request that, you know, the, the person that we're with has got some um, experience in chromography and um, has, has used a, a machine in the past. Um, we do have some uh, partners um, that, that that's sort of all they do. Uh, so they do the method development. We have, we have, uh, they have both happen to be women um, that they'll help you uh, spec out your lab. So decide, you know, what equipment you need and where you're going to put it and how everything's going to be networked together. So, so there are um, outside uh, consultants that we partner with that we can um, lead our customers to. Uh, but at Gentech, we're really selling the equipment and then training um, the customers on, on how to use that equipment um, is our, our core offerings. Um, and we also will uh, service, obviously. So if your machine is broken, um, even if you didn't purchase it from Gentac, our, our technicians um, will come out and will service you. And then we are global. So there's a, it's called team viewer, but it's basically a way for our technician and the remote technician to kind of look at the same thing at the same time. So we are able to do team viewer sessions for, for clients that are, you know, in other parts of the world to try to um, help them, you know, diagnose and train over the phone. Um, so those are, those are the main ways that we, we connect with our customers in terms of training and education. Okay. Very cool. That's awesome. Okay. So Yvette, you, you... Oh, wait, I have to do, can I do one more thing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go so, ahead. All right. So, uh, it's, it's, so in um, Gentech, like I said, we're at the pretty rural um, community. 
So literally like in our backyard, like right behind the building, it's called the Arcade Attica Express. And it's this big um, choo-choo train. And so people come, it's like a tourist attraction and they like ride the Arcade Arcade Attica Express. It's like a two hour train ride and through beautiful Western New York. And they have like different promos. Like sometimes they have like a drinking one, but yeah. So kind of as a, as a, as a joke, but not a joke, we ran a campaign called train on the train. And so we were like, Hey, you can always like come to Gentech and um, train here on our shop floor, you know, check out the instrument you're going to buy and, and, and train here at our facility. And anybody who can make it to arcade for some training can also get a free train ride on the Aki Arco Express. Oh my gosh. So, that's amazing. Funny and cute. That, anyway, that sounds so fun. But yeah, sadly, my little gimmick didn't work, but I'm going <laughs> to run it again next year. And uh, I'm getting someone on that train at some point. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be one of our listeners. That sounds like, so. so fun. Yeah. I feel like the uh, you mentioned one of them is more of a. I don't know what the booze cruise equivalent would be for a train, but <laughs> whatever the... Ale on the rails. Ale on the rails. Oh, they did. They found a, a nice rhyme there. <laughs> that's yep, awesome. yep. So even that would be, if that'd be my choice. Money, somebody comes, we might be able to arrange a special, a special event since we are friends with the conductor, but oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that is amazing. That's so cool. Wow. That's, that's so fun. Very cool. Well, that... I want to uh, turn to some personal development questions here in a second, but before we turn to that, I wanted to get your opinion on the legalization, federal legalization timeline, and how you think that's going to impact the cannabis testing market, which at present is um, getting some pretty amazing estimates from now to about 2026. How do you think federal legalization is going to uh, impact that estimation? Where do you think things are heading there? I mean, I think it's it's all sort of coming up roses, you know, and and for a company like us, it's I'm I myself am completely for federal federal legalization personally. Um, I would expect it within the next like three to five years. Um, my favorite news clip is that and I can't remember his name, but the governor of Wisconsin and they're always asking him how he feels about, you know, 20 million of his state's dollars like going into Illinois. And I think um, they just have to keep asking that question, you know, to enough enough governors. Um, and they'll they'll I think it's going to be very similar to gay marriage in America. I think you're going to get, you know, enough states that are sort of leading it. And then the other states are just going to kind of go like dominoes because it's just sort of where the country's headed. Um, obviously. Even if you look at politically, you've got, you know, 55% of Republicans in favor and I think, I don't know, 70% of Democrats. And, and so I think it's, it's definitely coming um, sooner rather than later. In terms of how it's going to affect the uh, testing market and Gentech specifically, um, again, I think it's going to be extremely positive. So every state is going to sort of have their own rules and regulations and we've got the equipment that's going to meet those requirements. So you think about alcohol, like that's legal everywhere, but in Pennsylvania, you can't buy, you know, you have to buy a keg from a bottle shop and in New York, you can get a keg in a 
grocery store and in California you can buy whiskey in the grocery store and and so they have different rules um depending on on what's up so you know they might say well in in New York the potency can't go above 30% and in and in Massachusetts the potency can't go above 25% it's like Gentech Gentech doesn't care because <laughs> you know our our equipment is going to give you the result um and so i just think as as cannabis comes on and is you know more accepted there is going to be a, a, most likely a federal um a standard and then i think each state is going to have their own um nuances and and special rules and so as long as things continue to move forward there's more acceptance of the product there's more demand um more states go legal then that's just going to require more testing more compliance and we've got the tools um to to meet those those needs that's great man well you know we have so many guests who who are dealing with this uh, so many uh californians who have to constantly change uh, with the regulations changing almost on a weekly basis i can definitely empathize and it's it's um definitely a bit of a headache but at the same time this is the stuff that I think is really going to bring cannabis up to speed and and um, really help to destigmatize and and really hopefully normalize it. So we get to a point where things kind of settle down, regulations are a bit more concrete, and companies like Gentech are really helping us get there. I think so. Um, Yvette, before we wrap up here, I do in a second here. I'm, I want to share your contact information with our listeners in case they want to get in touch with you and, and maybe uh, take you up on that train ride. But before we before we get to that, I've got a few just really fun questions here to wrap up the interview. Um, the first one, are there any books that you have read that have had a big impact on your life and your kind of just uh, general way of thinking that you could share with the listeners? Uh, yes. So I'm an, I'm an avid reader. Um, I read constantly. I always have one fiction and one nonfiction book sort of going. Um, so I've read a lot of great, uh, books in business and leadership, but I would say the one that sort of changed my life and I think it just kind of came at the right time, but it's called, um, becoming your best. And it's by Steve and Rob Schellenberger. And so they're, they're corporate coaches. Um, and I got introduced to them and their book, um, a couple of years ago, like right when I was leaving my, my previous company. So I think it came probably at the right time in my life, but I, so BYB becoming your best. So I really drank the becoming your best Kool-Aid. Um, so I've read that book multiple times. I've got the becoming your best planner. I listened to their weekly podcast. So in terms of, you know, becoming a better leader, setting goals, having a personal vision. Um, that one really spoke to me um, the most, I think, in my my business life. Okay, very cool. I'm going to have to check that out. So wrapping up here, Yvette, I wanted to ask if you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice when you first entered the cannabis space, what would you go back and tell yourself? the one piece of advice I would, I would give someone is like, if you do your disc profile, like I'm very trusting. Um, that's like my personality is I'm a very trusting person. Um, and that, and that can serve you well. Um, but I did, 
I did make a couple of commitments, a couple of financial commitments um, when I was doing um, investing in cannabis. And I was sort of modeling like other people that I admired and thought like, okay, you make you make an investment in this company and you know, they'll give you a board seat or you make an investment in this company and then you can, you know, you can get some kind of some title, you know, and then you're betting on yourself and you're an investor. And, and so I did that, um, a couple of times in the beginning, assuming that I was going to get that board role or I was going to get that, um, job offer and it never came. Um, so I would say if you're going to be investing your money and you just want to be an angel investor, that's awesome. But if you're investing your money and you're trying to kind of like bet on yourself and sort of invest in a company that you can maybe have more of an active role in. But uh, th- so that was that was a, that was a tough um, lesson for me to learn. And that's what I would tell tell somebody else is just be careful with that. Just get in writing. Yep, that, that's a great piece of advice. Yeah, really, really appreciate that, Yvette. Well, Yvette, wrapping up here, how can listeners find you guys and, and connect with you? Well, I am on LinkedIn, so Yvette Pagano. So I'm, I'm, I'm active on LinkedIn. I check it every day. So that's a, a great way to just connect with me is on LinkedIn. And um, we have our, our website, which is um, gentechscientific.com. And we have, uh, we have a blog that's pretty active. So we do, um, like I said, we have the train on the train thing, but we actually do um, tech tip Tuesdays. So these are like really good tech tips. So anybody who's like a lab manager or is actually like working with this equipment, we like ask our technicians, like, what's your hardest problem? And then we do like a little interview about it. So I would say just check out our blog. We do a lot of great content that's really um, industry uh, specific and and around um, um, analytical equipment and and testing in cannabis. And uh, obviously you can you can certainly call us um, for a quote. So we're five eight five four nine two one zero six eight. But the best way to get that is is probably on LinkedIn. And then um, we will uh, have a booth at MJ Biz. So anybody listening who wants to meet us in person and um, talk to us about their analytical equipment needs and, and meet with the technician and really understand what we have to offer, um, come, to our, come to our booth at MJ Biz and we would love to see you. That's great. All right. Well, Yvette, thank you so much again for joining us today and telling us a little bit more about Gentech. This has been such a fascinating interview and really excited to see what you guys do in the years to come and really uh, just wish you the best of luck with everything you're doing over the next year. So thank you so much, Yvette. Thank you. And I, for, I forgot one thing. They're going to kill me if I don't say this. So uh, we have been in business for 25 years. And to celebrate, we're having 25000 for 25 years. So we're actually giving $25,000 off the purchase of a Gentech refurbished um, instrument. So if you're interested in um, uh, signing up for this, um, go to our website. It's 25 for 25, but um, some lab is going to get a really um, nice piece of equipment at an extreme discount. So we would love um, for your listeners, if they do need any analytical equipment, um, please enter our drawing for 25 for 25. Oh my God. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's, that's wow. What a deal. 
Okay. So I will definitely in the show notes for our listeners, if you are interested in, in GenTech and, and the 25 for 25 deal, I'll have all that information in the show notes. So go check that out. But that's great. So Yvette, thank you again and just all the best for GenTech and look forward to seeing what you guys do over the next few years. It was, it was a real pleasure. Thank you so, so much for the opportunity to be on your show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the show today, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever app you might be using to listen to the show. Every five-star review helps us to bring the best guest to you. Learn more at canninsider.com forward slash iTunes. What are the five disruptive trends that will impact the cannabis industry in the next five years? Find out with your free report at canninsider.com forward slash trends. Have a suggestion for an awesome guest on Canna Insider? Simply send us an email at feedback at cannainsider.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please do not take any information from Canna Insider or its guests as medical advice. Contact your licensed physician before taking cannabis or using it for medical treatments. Promotional consideration may be provided by select guests, advertisers, or companies featured in Canna Insider. Lastly, the host or guests on Canna Insider may or may not invest in the companies or entrepreneurs profiled on the show. Please consult your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Final disclosure to see if you're still paying attention. This little whistle jingle you're listening to will get stuck in your head for the rest of the day. Thanks for listening and look for another Canna Insider episode soon. Take care. Bye-bye.